You're listening to highlights from the Creative Process interview with Jonah Bocaire. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. I was born to immigrant parents, and um, they're amazing, and, and they're still alive, and so I feel thankful. But they had a lot of kids. <laughs> they, had, they had six kids, and actually, I would feel comfortable saying five of us are artists and the sixth one the sixth one is a very gifted organic farmer and university professional so we as first generation kids the six kids we're all pretty creative and and we're and we're really friendly so let's call that a tribe you know and that tribe was um filial and humorous and full of love, and always convivial, and always healthy. And so I, I feel lucky. I would like to put health into the beginning of the conversation. But this big tribe, I think that really marked me. And everybody was moving around all the time in this immigrant first-generation family. So with such motion, I found myself quickly in motion. Um, and I returned Mia to like age six and saying, you know, how I was moving. So shortly thereafter, I would start to stage my siblings in the backyard. So we could almost, I could almost like kick that back to you. What was this six-year-old doing staging big groups in the backyard? Dance relies on space and dance relies on community. And choreographers often bridge the two. So we're, choreographers often rely on space and rely on communities, but very often they make space and they make communities because they rely on both and then they create them both. So space and community function together. And I, I don't think I, I think I maybe knew that intuitively, <laughs> but now I'm able to talk about it with you. Space is constantly changing. And so choreographers have to be comfortable with space changing. Um, I think in the, in the familial sense, space is often negotiated on the emotional plane where family members work with one another to kind of occupy space and to coexist. And it is not separate from maybe a dance company logic where members of a dance company sustain each other for periods of time. And then they also negotiate a kind of occupying of space um, physically and emotionally. Hannah brings us to Space 428 in Hudson. And what I did was I said, wait a minute, the, the choreography, the making of choreography has led to some prize money. I said to myself, this is the only time in my life as a choreographer and a space maker that I'm going to have a down payment. And um, it really stressed me out, actually. <laughs> I, said, I said, oh no, <laughs> I have a down payment. What the hell am I gonna do? <laughs> no. And what happened is I, as a choreographer, purchased 
1869 Lutheran church, a 1869 Lutheran church whose congregation had gone bankrupt um, and whose facility was perfectly intact and whose existence was squarely in the heart um, of Hudson, New York, but on State Street, which is a supremely diverse, highly complex population and zone of Hudson. Somehow, spectacularly, and thanks to support and appreciative for that support, I became an individual choreographer who bought a church. <laughs> so, I, so I own a church in the center of Hudson. And I'm kind of laughing at that because I am in no position to be more um, friendly nor more solvent than a congregation, but somehow I am and we are. And we hold space as well that is also called a church and we named it Space 428, which Hannah mentioned. And that has gradually, over the last six years, become the incubator of a festival called the Hudson Eye. The curator, Aaron Levi Garvey's curatorial statement, which just went public around um, an envisioning of the Hudson Eye 2021, which is proceeding safely, largely outdoors, but safely. And Aaron crafted that comment and that as it's, it's a short essay as a curator knowing that we need to read such statements about making culture right now with a hope that culture could cure or heal or just make us feel better every day <laughs> so and in that order cure that's a tall order heal could be done take various kinds and stripes of vaccines in multiple doses, or just make us feel better. So those three tiers of art having that function, I think that's what Aaron is reaching for. You know, to cure, to take care of, to heal, those tie really directly to the root word of curator. And the curator is a caretaker. So I'm not going to separate my conversation around choreography and dance from a notion of healing. But I'm also not going to take on the idea that dance and choreography can heal a pandemic. Please join me in a four count breath. <laughs> okay. And I laugh again. This is that JB laugh. So let's all have a four count breath, right? We just are in a pandemic or getting into one or getting out of one, or maybe this exists for all time. Let's sort of do four counts in and four counts out. And let's just be where we're at. Oil makes the gears turn. I used oil this morning to make a door less squeaky. I use oil as a kind of, you know, I, 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 I hydrate, you know, I, I try to have better and better skin. You know, everybody uses oil in their own way. Oil in the Middle East, don't think that America or Russia or France or anywhere that you're hearing this from, don't think that you're separate from the oil. The oil is in your joints. The jo you know, the oil is in your kneecap. The oil is in, you know, the oil is in everything. It's in food. But petrole, as we say, the oil in that region could 
power the planet or make things go wrong or swing the market or cause an ending conflict. The petrol and the oil of the region and the oil of that fire and the oil of that conflict is so ancient that it would have to become epistemological. The oil of that fire is so ancient and so deep that you probably can't separate it from language or the planet. The etymology of crisis is uh, very productive and constructive, I would like to say, because crisis in the Greco-Roman etymology, the crisis, crisis is what happens when there's a germ in the body. So this heat from the crisis creates fever. And fever and the breaking of fever tends to flush out the germ. Healing the germ through crisis is the etymology. And crisis gave, gave birth and rebirth to criticism. Criticism and crisis have the same root word. And applying heat to the subject or applying heat to the body, that crisis, that criticism heals. It has a, a, health, a function in health. So conversation, the etymology is turning together. Verse, verses towards in a way. So conversation is, we are with each other and we are turning together. Who are the muses? Are there muses? I would say yes. In the history of art, the muse and the artist can't have each other. They can't have each other. They have to motivate each other perpetually. hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes, or to learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, click on subscribe. Thank you for listening.